Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. Welcome to Tenem Express, your Aisha New Frequency 91.3 FM audio streaming at www.vocfm.co.za. As we're all aware, that every second week and on Monday morning we have a motivational speaker and, um, you know, very aptly, you know, trying to teach us or, you know, getting us in the, in, in the mode of decluttering and focusing on the, the things that is going to benefit us. And for that, we are joined once again in studio with, with Malcolm Phillies, who is a, a life coach, and that will be speaking to us once again malcolm good morning to you and a warm welcome good morning Aisha. thank you very much lovely to have you with us you know in the past three weeks we were chatting mostly about decluttering but that was more about environmentally and mm. you know the work environment that we're in the home environment yes. but i think you know everything begins with 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 oneself absolutely and that as much as we want to do everything else yes unless you yourself change it's kind of a futile exercise because mm-hmm. you end up okay fine i clean the room today or clean my house clean out the garage um and that is quite good and then in a week's time you find the same issues happening because you haven't worked on yourself and so many times we get caught up in, tom- in terms of all the externals as opposed to the internals and today our focus is really going to be on the internals do you find it's difficult for people um, to have a checklist um, to see where I am at? Um, yes, we've set goals perhaps for ourselves at the yep. beginning of the year, but did we write it down? Um, sometimes we make that, uh, you know, in, you know um, just um, up here. Mm. But if we see it, it makes so much difference. Absolutely. And, you know, the one thing I always tell my clients is that you cannot sort out the issues of the mind mm-hmm. in the mind. So even a goal, as an example, take it out. <laughs> you must take it out. You must put it down. And once you are able to see it objectively, yes. you can say, okay, fine, what else do I need to do? Um, if you remember in the first session, we spoke about creating smart goals. Yes. You can't create a smart goal in your mind. Um, you can think about it, but then everything else clouds it. Whereas if you write it down, you focus on it and you'll be able to do it. And a lot of the things that we try to do is very much externally driven, as opposed to saying, wait a minute, I need to change my way of being. And once I've changed my way of being, that is when everything else will kind of fall into place. And yeah, I mean, our first session, our last session was dealing about the hoarding and the decluttering. And we understood, okay, fine, there's some benefits to it in terms from a psychological, emotional, physiological point of view. That is all good and well. If I don't change the way I think, if I don't clear my own mind or declutter my own mind, it's going to be very difficult to try and declutter everything else because we'll end up just be, be coming back into the same cycle of, you know, going hoarding, getting rid, hoarding, getting rid, but we never settle. Malcolm, when we focus on change, and I think this is very important and mm. one should be very mindful of this, is that to change for yourself, to better yourself, not to change because somebody else wants you to change. Absolutely. Um, what is your driver for change? Yes. And so, and I think that's, if you're at work as an example, and the manager tells you, you know, you need to pull up your socks, otherwise you're not going to get a bonus or whatever, there can be one of two reasons why you do that. The first one would be because of the big stick that's behind you. I'm not going to get a bonus. I might get fired and all those kind of things. Such changes are very short-lived at times. 
because the driver will then the moment you get your bonus what happens you fall back into the same slump whereas if you say wait a minute i've got a thing of personal integrity i want to deliver personally irrespective of what i get or don't get i want to be the best person that i can be that is if that is your driver then that is the intrinsic driver and that makes life i'm going to say the changes are more sustainable um, as opposed to when it's from an external perspective so what you're saying is it shouldn't be a driver that's going to exhaust you absolutely it must it must come with passion as well it comes with passion and all those things and i think there's a difference between being exhausted by it mm-hmm. and being tired by it okay. so our passions can tire us mm-hmm. but it's a good tired you know it's a thing yes. at night you are more when you go sleep but it's a good tired that you have you don't have this drag with you and that's where the exhaustion comes in because everything then becomes high maintenance it's like i don't really feel like it but i must and those kind of things and when we're in that space do we is really that what you call a positive tide because you've achieved something absolutely and you actually feel good about it mm-hmm. at the end of the day um you, you don't feel like you know it's something that was just weighing you down and was just like a nuisance of your time you actually when you sit back and you reflect you say wow this was a good day i am completely busted i'm tired i will need to go sleep but you actually go sleep with a very peaceful mind if i can put it that way because you've achieved what you wanted to achieve and you actually feel quite good about it you know uh, when when we speak about the mind and i think many people don't realize that um you can overwork your mind um you know you need that rest Yes. Um sometimes we think we want to push and we want to push because I I I want to do this I want to achieve and I want to make this change but you don't give that you know you know you 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 tire yourself out mm. but you also um sleep is very important because then you you you're fresh again to yeah. you know to think differently because sometimes you your your brain is so cluttered because you want to do something and and you you're failing at it because yeah. it's not clear enough. Absolutely and I think that's one of our biggest issues. We've got this thing about multitasking, we've got this thing about I need to do everything mm-hmm. and it must all be done by Friday. And we forget that if we take an hour out just from the day just to rest our minds. Um the whole thing about getting 6 to 8 hours sleep a night is so important because that's where all the recovery and all the things happen and if you can go into that deep sleep and get a proper rest it's amazing what you can do much more during the day. um and actually achieving the goals and actually being able to achieve everything that you've set out for that week our biggest challenge is that we want to w- work on our reserves not on a full tank mm-hmm. um if you give yourself some time to recover and to kind of fill the tank what happens is you can go further much faster whereas if you go into reserves that tank you can feel your car is actually actually but more sluggish So but as human beings what we try to do we try to impress people we try to impress ourselves and whatever and then we say okay fine if i work 24 hours a day for 6 days a week i've got one day to sleep that one day does <laughs> not catch up any of those things mm-hmm. and you're actually less productive the following week and the following days because you can't even think clearly so let's just get to um you know we're looking at some of the signs for um you know personal growth and also maybe um personally uncluttering that mind yes. um it is a personal thing so what would you mm. suggest people do so from uncluttering our mind uh, and i think maybe if i can just for one moment some of my own indicators yes. um when i know that my mind is cluttered and is like going bossed but is when i start losing touch with reality if i can put it that way so i become very anxious i'm becoming very edgy and there's so many things happening in my mind i can't even move forward you don't know where to touch mm-hmm. so it's the same thing like when you move through your house 
and you, do, you can't, you bump your knees and your legs and your ankles against everything that's in the room because it's so cluttered. And the same thing with our minds. You don't even know where to start with these things. And for us to do that, we need to change the way we think. Rest, you said, uh, that you mentioned earlier. Yes. That's probably one of the most important things. You cannot sort out the situation when you mix into it, as an example. Remember, if the two of us have a discussion about something, yes. an external view will actually objectively look at the discussion and say, wait a minute, I'm hearing both of you, but this is where it is. Yes. In the same thing with our life, we need to do an external view of what our situation is. And sometimes just taking time out to say, I'm moving away from my desk. I'm moving out of the house for a moment. Okay, not moving out to leave. I'm doing about for that <laughs> moment, for that hour getting or so. Getting some fresh air. <laughs> getting some fresh air, that's what I mean. Yeah, I don't want anybody to leave the house unnecessarily now. Um, you know, even if it's going sitting by the beach or a walk in the forest, it does such a lot for you to just step away from whatever it is that you get into. Then you get perspective in terms of how to actually deal with this thing. So the writing down that you mentioned, that is one key thing that we can mm -hmm. do is so actually whatever's in your mind, do a mind dump as an example and just put it all on paper. Whatever is, I need to do this, I need to see to this, this one annoyed me, this one loved me, whatever it might be, whatever's going on in that mind, put it down on paper. The moment you've translated it into paper, your brain is able to say, okay, now that's everything that I need to deal with. Because otherwise we just add on to it, but we never clear it out. And so it's about how do I step back and be able to reflect what there is. And then I start looking at what is the value of each one of these things. So if it's something that's, um, that I need to actually deal with, there's a project that I need to complete. I found an amazing trick that helps me a lot is I put down the project name. I say exactly when and I write down when I'm going to do it. Some of my brain forgets about it for the week that I'm not supposed to do it. And then uh, the Monday before it will remind, by the way, we've got these things going on for the week. So just by translating it out, it kind of just clears the mind, gives you space um, to kind of think a bit more clearly and a bit more objectively. Um, the other thing that also happens is that we have a thing of overthinking things. Now, I am a classic of that, and I always overthink things. And I used to be somebody, I think to a thing, an extent, still taking things personally, as okay. an example. So somebody would say something, and it will bother you, and you can't even sleep at night. If you can't sleep at night, the next day it still bothers you, with every other worries of the tomorrow yes. that's there. So which means you become very unproductive, you can't even deal with the issues. So it's about letting those things go. We hold on to things of yesterday and worry about tomorrow in such a way that we can't even focus on today. And then we become, then we get frustrated with ourselves because we can't move forward. And so those kind of things just hamper us and kind of pull us back. But if we can do that, it will help us to go forward. Yeah. I love what you say. It's that, um, you know, about tomorrow and, 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 and what happened in the past. And, and, and sometimes you, you, f you forget to live and you forget to realize that Absolutely. there's so much beauty in the moment. Exactly. We live on, or we focus so much on the opportunities that we missed. And yes, I missed the opportunity. I didn't go as I wanted to, to go. But guess what? It's done. Can I do anything about it? No. Um, something happened at work, as an example. It's done. If you need to apologize, go and apologize and sort it out. But we need to get to a space where we say, the past is the past. There's a learning in the past, but I don't have to live in the past. So when you speak about overthinking, it's probably, you know, when you say, if I had done it this way or that way, it would have mm. been, the, the result would have been different. Um, Self-blaming at the very yep. same time as well. And that is why it's difficult to let go because you're blaming yourself. You're not, yes. you're not willing enough to forgive yourself. Aisha, you just hit the nail on the head. We can easily forgive others. 
I'm not sure if you noticed that. We'll be upset with them for a week, probably club them here and there, whatever, but then we move on with life with them. Yes. In our own, and remember the thing about sorting things in the mind, of the mind in the mind, is because we live in the mind. Whereas if I say, okay, fine, this has happened, something went horribly wrong. I made a mistake with this person, I made a mistake at work, I made a mistake at home, whatever it might be. The moment you have seeked forgiveness from others, allow yourself and be kind to yourself to forgive yourself as well. It's that unforgiven sins that, or the sins that we forget to forgive ourselves of that is bothering us so much and we can't move forward. So there is that, it's part of that letting go, is to say, you know, Malcolm, it happened. It is done what it is. You've caught on the biggest nonsense that you can ever do, but let it go. It is what it is. You've done your best. Now it's time to move. What is the learning? And I think our biggest thing is we are so afraid of making mistakes. Then we start, because of that fear, we go into a spiral. Mm. But if we can just say, okay, I made a mistake. What must I learning from this mistake and how do I move forward from there? It's always learning from your mistake, which is important. Take the, take the lesson out of it. Take the lesson. It's not a present sentence. It's a lesson. And that is what we do. And that lesson kind of creates a stepping stone for greater success forward. Because now you know. Watch out for this. Watch out for that. You acted in this way. Because remember, what we do and say is important. How we go about it is even more important. And what we learn from that. And how we create, use that to build our future is what's even the greatest importance for me. So what you're saying is one is to prioritize. Prioritize, yes. And I've got a quote here that I actually got here um, where we go. Um, it's an American um, poet, Bill Copeland. He said, the trouble with not having a goal. So when you prioritize, you actually set a goal. Mm-hmm. The problem with not having a goal is that you can spend your life running up and down the field and never, ever score. And so I think that's probably the most frustrating thing is for any team to run and they never score. And you, so you don't Unless know. you're out to have fun. Unless you're out to have fun, <laughs> but that's in the goal of the thing is to have fun. Um, I used to play squash for fun, um, which means I lost every time. Uh, so, but it's one of those things where you understand that this is what I actually want to achieve. So once we prioritize, remember when you write it down. Mm-hmm. Then you can prioritize. You can say what is most important, what's least important. What's the thing that I need to get done now? And the moment you've translated it onto paper, immediately your brain says, okay, fine, we need to engage on interaction with that particular item. And have a ticking box. Have a tick box. There's something therapeutic of ticking it off physically <laughs> and saying, I am done. done. <laughs> and you can move on. Especially the not so nice ones. So it's like, just get it done and move, move you on. You know, yeah. you mentioned the not so nice ones. And I think this is what, what happens even, you know, when you're writing exams, when you're mm. doing something um, for the very first time. You tend to always want to do the difficult things first. You want to eat, uh, And that is where you get stuck. Then you get stuck and then you get despondent and you get frustrated and you've, you actually get so, I can say, you hit a blank. Yes. Um, and then you can't even answer like the easy stuff or deal with the easy stuff. For us to be successful, when you prioritize, it's like, what is the quick wins? Mm-hmm. Once you get the quick wins, I believe that success breeds success. So I've got a quick win now. I can do this thing. It will take me 10 minutes. I'm over and done with tick. The next one, tick. Before you know, you've got five things ticked off. And then you say, okay, fine. This thing is actually going to be important. Let me allocate some time during the day for it. I'm going to need two hours. When you block out that two hours and you've done everything else, there's no guilty conscience about that still needs to get done. Because remember, when I get stuck with this, I'm also thinking, what else must I still do? And once you start thinking about that, then you try to multitask between the two. And what happens, you actually get frustrated with yourself because you're not getting either done and neither is very effectively done either. So it's about really structuring to say, 
these are some small wins. I can get it out of the way. Let me do it quickly. And that will actually help you and clear the mind as well in terms of everything else that it needs to juggle. I love it when you say juggle. I was going to ask you about that. Mm. And you know what? When you say juggle, that ball is going to drop sometime or the other. And it exactly. might be a big ball that's going to drop. You can start juggling two balls and you can manage. Mm-hmm. Then a third one gets thrown in and you say, okay, fine. I'm kind of a bit, you know, mm-hmm. here, there. But you kind of manage. Four, five. When it gets to six and seven. Where are you actually at? Yes. Because then you can't even you can't use your feet to juggle because you can try and kick it up, but then you kick it away. So that is going to be the challenge. Is about can I manage the amount of balls that I need to juggle, and do I need to juggle or do I need to plan? Because there's a difference between two. Juggling means I'm going to rush between all yes. of them and try to please people and kind of get them all happy and those touch kind of things. Touch here, touch not completing anything. Anything. Whereas if I say, look, let me plan it. I'm not going to juggle it. I'm actually going to structure it. Once there's a structure in place, then that can work. Now, I know for each one of us, creating structure is different. And, not and difficult. And difficult. And difficult. And I never believe there's one size fits all. But I believe that the concept of structure will need to be relative to what helps you. And if you know that this is where I'm in my flow is when I do these things, create the structure, do that. And then we'll be able to move forward on that, yeah. So when you host these workshops, is it very interactive? I'm just, you know, very curious because yeah. everybody comes. It's, it's lovely to listen to you, but um, every personality is different mm. and, and our needs are different. Yes. Like you've said, you know, there's no one shoe fits all, one size fits all. It's, it's totally different. So is it important then when you come, come with an open mind and see what suits you best? Absolutely. So what I normally do is I share a principle. And if the principle is like we need to structure, then we figure out how do you structure best mm-hmm. and what works for you. And that's where the work comes in from the client is to say, wait a minute, I understand the concept. How do I do it best? Yes. And then you kind of fit into your own size 8 shoe as opposed to Malcolm size 8 because then it's not going to work. Because we can have the concept, the same concept, the same principle. Um, priority list as an example. Everybody knows how to do a to-do list. You just write them all down, everything that you need to do. Yes. How many of us really follow through on the to-do? Then you get some guys who are meticulous. They got high priority, low priority, high impact, low impact, and all kind of methods. It's our, our challenge is we're trying to do what works for somebody else. Translate it back to you to say, okay, fine, I need to prioritize. How do I prioritize best? And then you kind of work with that and you'll be able to. And I like what you said, come with the open mind. Be able to be open to learn, be able to share as well, because your experience, the more you talk about it, kind of entrenches to your wait a minute, but this is what works for me. And then you are able to move forward on that as well. Let's go, friends. We'll be back, listeners. And if you have a question, then you can always WhatsApp us at 0722 Stay tuned. Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. Indeed, a warm welcome. Focusing on our motivational speaker this morning, once again, life coach Malcolm Phillies, and speaking about our goals and being objective and making your list and all of that. Um, Malcolm, how important is it that you know when you're objective, not making your list and thinking of how you're going to please other people? <laughs> because that is always the thing. It's nice, it's good to be considerate of others. Absolutely. I think it's very important to be considerate yep. of others, but not at your expense at all times. You have to have boundaries for yourself as well. So sometimes 
And the thing is, we are brought up in a community where we need to look at the needs of others. Yes. Which is a good thing. And where you can, you help people to the best of your abilities. But remember also, you can't pour from an empty cup. From an empty cup. So in other words, you need some refueling yourself as well. And boundaries are very important in that way. Something that I had to learn on the hard way in terms of boundaries, setting boundaries. Because mm-hmm. you actually get exhausted when you need to see to this one, you need to see to that one, you need to see to this project and that project. It's everybody else's project other than yourself. And you are your greatest project. Yes. And you need to actually look at it to say, for me to be of service to others, I need to be of service to myself as well. So I need that time out. I need to be able to get my rest. I need to be able to make sure my finances are in order. I need to be able to, because sometimes we want to help people with finances that we don't have. And then we get ourselves into trouble and that person is nicely up and running now and you still have to pay the bank or whoever else, whatever it is that you borrowed. So it's about making sure that you set boundaries, not just for others in relation to you, but for yourself in terms of I know my own boundaries and I know that I should not overstep these boundaries. Sometimes you can move the boundary a little bit yes. as life grows, but you need to have them in place. And that will actually help you in terms of also managing because all those things clutter your mind and all those things are the things that work on your mind in terms of, oh my goodness, how am I going to do this now? Oh, I've got Aisha and I've got Malcolm and I've got this one that I need to see to and both of them want to see me at the same time. And you don't know how to say no to either of them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes saying no is the biggest blessing that you can have. And people will, will appreciate your honesty. Yeah, it will sting a bit because they maybe wanted you there at that time. At the end of the day, we need to make sure that we're also taken care of. You are your greatest asset that you've got. You've been entrusted with this. How are you taking care of yourself? So when you say no, it's not burning yourself out for others and to please others at all times. Because remember, you know, when you're that flexible person, yep. people can take advantage of you as well. Absolutely. So hence, you need to set the boundaries. And it's amazing when you set your boundaries once and twice. Because uh, people always try to push them. Uh-huh. Uh, they get to know you. So now they know it's like, okay, fine, with Malcolm I can go so far. Um, and I know that it will help me if he can. So it's not necessary for me to kind of panel beat him and put him on this guilt trip. You know, people can put you on guilt trips or you use religion and everything else to put you on a guilt trip. Mm-hmm. In terms of, and then you feel bad and because you can't help and you can't do this. At the end of the day, if you can't, you can't. I believe there's somebody else there, aren't there that will be able to help them. But you need to be able to take care of yourself as well. Malcolm, we're focusing on goal setting today as well. And I think it is very important that when you have a goal, it's like people saying, you know, you have a dream. Um, mm. But obviously, you know, from every dream, you need to wake up. <laughs> yeah. Isn't you it? You need to wake up. You, you need to. Uh, it's about when you wake up from that dream, trying to record the dream and put it down on paper. You know, the whole thing. And I think our discussion has always been put it down on paper. Yes. The moment you put it down on paper, then you see, oh, this thing is actually exciting to me. I actually want to do this. Then you start putting it into, because a dream without a goal, without an action plan becomes just a dream. And, you know, it's a nice to know. It's a nice to have. At the end of the day, you live your life and regret is what if. Mm-hmm. What if I did it? What if I actually went? What if I actually achieved it? Um, and those kind of things. Because we got this big thing about I can't. Yes. And if there's one thing I can ask our listeners to do is not to stop with I can't. Maybe say I can't and add the word yet to it. That makes such a big difference because then it will open up to say I can't do this yet. When can I do it? Well, if I give myself two years, I may be able to do a nice trip overseas. If I give myself a month, I have enough money to be able to do whatever I need to do. Or I don't have the skills yet. Give myself enough time to build the skills and I'll be able to get it. So what you're saying is that there's a timeline and you put it 
a date to that as well Absolutely. Um, So either you're going to make that date um, Like yesterday and put pressure on yourself Or you're going mm-hmm. to you know, have a date That says you know, in two years time Like you've mentioned earlier on Whatever is appropriate for that goal that, you, that you've got mm-hmm. You also need to make sure that you don't put ten goals For the same timeline then you stress yourself They can't out. even score one sometimes <laughs> exactly. in the <this> game. <laughs> so it's about because then we're going to try and juggle again. Yeah. And, you know, it's all about clearing the mind and you need to be relaxed. And sometimes when we get ourselves in a space where we've got these 10 things that we need to, to be decisive on, which one? Best thing to do is I found the breathing exercises is probably the best thing that you can do. Take a deep breath. Settle down. Take a break from the chair that you're in. Go somewhere else just to get a different perspective and then say, okay, fine. Which of these 10... Ten items are most important, but when I'm going to do this. So, if you want to buy a car, as an example, to buy a car, you can't have a car without a job. So, it's about <laughs> what's my first goal is to get a job, and then from a job, I'll be doing the tax and the train thing for a while, and that's fine. But while I'm there, what's my next goal is to save up X amount. Then, once I've got my X amount, what is then? So you can build it up to you actually getting to whatever, and you can actually buy your own Ferrari or Lamborghini if you want to, but. It's about setting it and then breaking it down and understanding what comes first and what is going to build onto what and then be able to achieve your goals. Otherwise, our minds are going to try and wonder about how am I ever going to do this? We feel depressed. We feel miserable. When people talk to us, you know, we kind of don't even know how to respond to them because we feel so embarrassed that we haven't achieved what we said we wanted to. Indeed. You know, my grandson is nine years old currently, right? Mm. I think he was about six or seven and i said to him come with me to the studios now he always comes in and he says yeah. he'll come but he's not going to talk on the radio um i said but why not he says because i want to be an astronaut okay and i said to him, okay you want to be an astronaut but you can be other things as well yes. you can still present and be an, be an astronaut mm-hmm. but i think you want to change my mind for me i said no i don't want to change your mind yes. now look at you know six or seven years old and that is his reasoning thinking i want uh, to change his mind yeah. because he's got a goal that he wants to be an astronaut exactly and he wants no interest interference with the astronaut goal that is there yes and one of the things that you mentioned now in telling you that is that we need to share our thoughts as well mm-hmm. a lot of the things that's in our mind and when you get stuck the best thing you can do probably is to have a very trusted friend or loved one where you're able to share your thoughts to say i'm thinking about this i've got all of these things happening i just need somebody to help me quickly what do you think and it's amazing how that person won't even say a word but because you're talking to that person you're processing and that person is playing back to you, say, Malcolm, but you said you wanted to do this. You might come like the big astronaut. Um, so how are you going to do mm-hmm. that? When are you going to do that? Where do you need to get your training? In order to go do your yes. training, what do you need to do? All those kind of things. What subjects then do you need to have at school? So you can break it down. And just by having a trusted partner to be able to kind of bounce things off and share your thoughts, you'll feel that even after that conversation, you're a bit more relaxed because you've now shared Shared. it out of your system and somehow it landed up on paper or there's a mirror that played back to you and you kind of got an idea of how you can move forward. You know, just a simple example, I've known somebody that came all the way from Mauritius who wanted to be a pilot in South Africa. Mm. He couldn't get in at first time, so he said instead of going home, he's going to enroll and do a business course. Okay. Right? Next year, he never changed his mind that is his goal, he wants to be a pilot. Yes. Um, he registers um, now up north, um, inquires about the place. They say, yes, no, everything is fine and everything. So he comes, he gets there and he says to me, Hala, you know what? Um, this is not the place that they explained it really is because mm-hmm. nothing is halal here and, and whatever. This. Yes. Um, I'm going to leave it. He left it. You know what? He took up another course. Mm. But it, it was all business related to where he wanted to be. be. 
Absolutely. his goal was still, I want to be a pilot. Yes. Today he flies for Emoritius. He's a successful wow. pilot. Yes. That's the thing. We Sometimes there's going to be some detours. Yes. But we understand why they are there. We're not going to get frustrated with him. You need to keep your goal clear in your mind. And that is what you always work towards. Um, I mean, when I was younger, I was one of the confused teen- teenagers. Um, I wanted to be a doctor, lawyer, or an accountant, as an example. And then I'm still waiting for you to come back to me on about the medicine thing, <laughs> but that's fine. Um, but I went you, into... You're doing brain ops, don't worry. Without, <laughs> <laughs> without <a scalpel laughs> so one thing that I landed up is life happens. And you can't always, you know, things are, time is not in our hands. So things happen in life. And I said, when I left school, I said, okay, I'm going to do finance. I want to do that. Hmm. Life happened. I needed to go work. I was a laborer, Aisha, in a clothing factory, um, taking the road, bale of fabric from the storeroom to the cutting room. From there, my goal was still in my mind, I want to become an accountant. I shared that goal with enough people, including the MD of the company. And when opportunities arose, he told me, Malcolm, I've got this opportunity for you. I know that you want to do this. Do you want to study? Sometimes we keep our goals to ourselves Mm -hmm. and nobody knows. And then you get frustrated because life is throwing you all these curveballs. Just by communicating my goals, others had a vested interest also in my goals. And they understood that Malcolm is here at this point, but let's help him navigate where we can as we go forward, yeah. That's amazing. Let's go for us. We'll be back right after this. Stay tuned. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. Welcome in these final, um, you know, few minutes. We would love to chat about, you know, our values and our principles, Malcolm. When we speak about, um, you know, reaching your goal, um, the, the the ethics of re- reaching that Absolutely. goal, and you know, not to lose yourself in that goal. Yes, and I think a lot of us we forget that, you know, you got a value set. Yes. If respect, if integrity is important to you, and you're in a community, whether it be at work or even around you, and you don't feel those things, you become quite frustrated. Yes. And I'm not sure if people have noticed that once you get frustrated about your values, you can't even move forward. You have to honor your values. You have to honor what is important to you. In that way, it makes it easier for you to say, I'm not dealing with this. I've got a bigger goal, but even in the way that I'm going to get it, it's going to be that I'm true to myself and to who I am and what I believe. Otherwise, it becomes a challenge just for you to kind so of So don't compromise it. on your value system. Don't compromise on your value system. Understand what they are. Yes. And that's one exercise that I do with my clients. We go through one session just determining what are your values. Why are they important to you? If they show up in a different way, what would it look like? And how can we navigate to make sure that you don't compromise your values? Because in my sessions, it's always about goals. And... For you to say, I want to do this, yes. and you know that the organization that you want to do it in doesn't align to your values, I don't think it's going to work, because you'll be frustrated there. That's about going where your values can be honored. Malcolm, if people wish to know more about yourself as a life coach, and mm. maybe make contact with you because there's a, a company that's in need of your um, assistance as well, how do they go about it? Well, they can contact me on my cell number, which is 83 yes. Mm-hmm. Um, or email Malcolm, M-A-L-C-O-L-M, at yes. mindflip.co.za. Or they go on to my website, which is www.mindflip.co.za, and they'll be able to send me a message from there. They'll also be able to see everything that I do um, that's published there, yeah. I love it. Like I said, you're not a brain surgeon, but definitely working with the brains, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Getting it uncluttered a little bit as well. Yeah, we must say thank you so much for being with us this week once again, Malcolm. Thank you, uh, Great two weeks ahead. Yeah, thank you very and much. We'll it's a pleasure you. being here. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.